Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Bubbling Adventure, a podcast all about kids and how positive education and conscious parenting can impact their entire life as well as society. I am your host, Julie, and each Thursday, we are having conversations with guests on different themes, and our aim is to have open discussions, share different points of view, and learn in a non-judgmental way. Today, Nikki Osborne is joining us to talk about what it's like to step into parenthood. We get into details and discuss settling into a new routine, remember to breathe, taking care of yourself and also the conversations that you should have with your partner or members of your household. I hope you will enjoy this episode. The best way to support this podcast is to subscribe if you haven't already and write a review if you're listening from Apple Podcasts. You can also take a screenshot of the episode and tag us on Instagram at The Bubbling Adventure. But without further ado, let's begin. Papa, papa, en faisant cette chanson. Maman, papa, maman, papa. Hi, Nikki. How are you today? Hi, Hi Julie. Lovely. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you. Happy to be chatting with you today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Could you please introduce yourself? Okay. My name is Nikki Steele Osborne. I am very obviously Scottish, but I have lived out of Scotland for 14 years now. I've lived in Jakarta, Indonesia, Tivat, Montenegro, and I am currently in sunny Dubai. 
Wow, you're lucky. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's nice. And you definitely had also a lot of different cultures and so on. So that must be very interesting for you to implement on a on a daily basis. Yeah, I love the diversity and it's great for our son um, who is four years old and he is now attending school here. And it's just fantastic when you go to school and you meet all these different cultures and backgrounds and it just makes that that pot more interesting yes for sure that's the goal I think it's you know that they are able to talk to many different people and just are open-minded from the get-go I think yeah. it's it's so cool uh, but so you're a coach so I, I was wondering what led you to that because you mentioned that you weren't always a coach. So if you could please tell us about your journey. Yes. Yeah, so I was previously a hairdresser and after the birth of my son in 2017, I developed postnatal depression, mm-hmm. which lasted for around 18 months. The, the road to recovery was helped by a coach and when I had my pivotal moment and I started to feel better I decided that that's what I wanted to do too I wanted to help other families and pay it forward if you like Mm -hmm. um, so that they didn't have to go through that experience if possible that I did right yeah, so 18 months, that's, uh, you know, how how do you feel about it now? Because obviously you, sometimes you, you need to really have some time uh, before you actually can help others so that it's not so triggering for you, right? So how was that process of getting, you know, strong and, uh, and really able to, to help others? It has, I mean, the word process is probably right and I think it's now a journey that I will always be on mm-hmm. um, because it envelops personal development and you know we all have ups and downs so obviously we're talking about postnatal depression you know it wasn't 18 months straight of being depressed there were days when you felt good you felt on top of things and then you would feel bad again. Um, so my process, so I was 18 months then, yeah, it took me another year and a half to study to be a coach and to develop the online course that we now have launched. So in amongst that, it's just been a learning curve for me that I can then share with my clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just sharing the information that I am learning and I guess the, the tips and the tools that helped me, I can now share with other people and hopefully help them too. Right. So obviously you understand them very well because you've been there. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's always amazing. But so could you please tell us about your guide called Stepping Into Parenthood? What is it? How can it help? Okay, so this is a 10-step online guide. And the, the premise comes from identifying what your human needs are. We all have human needs. 
And those are the, the things that tend to go by the wayside when you become a parent. It's so natural that you immerse yourself completely in your child. Mm. But by doing that, you can sacrifice your own well-being. So there starts the spiral. So the course is to help you identify what your personal needs are, the things that make you tick, and that way you can help address those things. When you meet your own needs and you are in a good place, that is then reflective in your parenting. So it's not a guide to parenting. I am not telling anyone how to look after their child. Um, there are other coaches for that. I am looking after you as the parents or the siblings. The guide is created to include everyone in the household not just the mum. You know, I also include people who are adopting or people who are becoming step-parents. Anyone really who is transitioning into a change in the household. These tips and tools are there to help you do that with a bit, you know, a smoother journey. Yeah, that sounds good. I think a lot of people need a, a smoother yeah. journey because it's, I feel like it's hard to know exactly what to expect and yeah it's nice if you already have some guidelines or at least some food for thought yeah. and some things might not resonate now but when you're in the situation it's be like oh yeah I heard about it so you know this is how it can help yeah. so yeah very <laughs> good work I think this sounds uh, great so can you please elaborate maybe on like the type of subjects that you talk about Of course. So it comes um, from a practical viewpoint rather than medical. So it is very simple in the sense that when you are already going through a transition, overwhelm exists. So I don't want to overwhelm anyone any more than they already are. So in the guide, we have ways of organizing the house, the daily chores, you know, the exciting stuff. Um, mm -hmm. There are meal plans, ways to help you, you know, because those are the things that I found could take up so much brain space, you know, every day in life, what shall we have for dinner? But now, you know, and I do practice what I preach. If you could see my fridge just now, you would see that I have a meal plan and I have a weekly plan because I like to schedule my time And that way I feel like I'm more in control of mm -hmm. the way my day goes. There are sections about body image. If you are a birth mother, your body will change, you know. And I strongly believe that social media has been one of the best things to happen to us and one of the worst. Mm -hmm. And that includes for new mums, where they see these women who ping back into shape you know and for the majority that is not realistic so we cover that um, we cover how to open narrative within the household so communication between partners based on your values and your beliefs when you are about to embark on raising a child It helps if you're on the same page. So, there, 
you know, there are things in place there to prompt you to open narratives regarding, you know, things that you believe in. There's a playlist because we all need to boogie off the blues sometimes. So I've included a playlist um, and it's worksheets. So you create your own. You know, what I am doing is simply prompting you to think about these things, to raise the awareness. And in that sense, it helps to lessen the overwhelm because that I feel like overwhelm is the word that comes into play. And also encouraging you to make sure you use your own brain. You're, you know, you whether you are working or you're not working, you can still be learning. And this was my downfall, I believe, because I wasn't working, but I also stopped doing anything else. And I really think had I been studying something or even listening to podcasts that generated some thoughts and, you know, some questions, just ways to keep yourself stimulated, I think is really important and something that I didn't realise at the time. You know, I just thought that I had to be a good mum and I didn't understand the things that I should be doing for myself to make sure I was a good mum. Right. This is very powerful. I think it's true sometimes when there's a big transition in your life, whether it's parenting or something else, it's hard to remember what were the the other things that you were doing before. And I know personally, I have a hard time, even for example, silly thing, but like coming back from holiday, I need a few moments to, you know, get running with my routine. It takes me a That's while that. to just like get back into things. So I'm very good at consistency. However, yeah. if there's a break or something, it's, it takes me a lot more energy to get back into it. So, so I can one of your driving that, needs yeah. is certainty then. That must be one of your <laughs> driving needs because routines and habits are evident of someone who has a driving need of certainty. Exactly. So, yeah. I know that. And I also have a weekly menu and uh, I, I do that because yeah, we hang out. <laughs> it's the same. I, I want to be, I want to be organized and I, I want to eliminate all these decisions that I have to make on the day because you never know, you know, if you're going to be super busy or so. No, that's something that I think is very interesting. And a lot of people are saying, oh, but I think it removes the, the fun. But you don't have to like eat what, you know, it says on the Tuesday, if you want to swap over one, it's just so that you have all the ingredients and you have the ideas in your, in your mind. But personally for me, it works because otherwise I tend to just order out or get overwhelmed. So that's um, that's true. I'm very similar to you in that regard. And I was before I had my son, but then becoming a parent almost, you know, compounded that. Um, and I do think it's important to have structure, but more importantly, to be flexible. So like you yeah. say, it's okay if you don't have that particular meal that day. You can change it. It's simply giving you a backbone to help you on the days when you just don't have the brain power to consider. And like you say, you replace it with takeaway food or unhealthy food because you can't think of anything else at that time, right? But if it's already Mm -hmm. there, you say, okay, I just have to grab some vegetables and I can make this. 
you know, it just makes it easier. Exactly. And that's also something, by the way, that I think is a good gift for parents. You know, if, if some of your friends are pregnant or someone, you know, either get them like a cleaner, a few yeah. cleaning Absolutely. sessions. Or the baby doesn't you... need any more outfits. It really <laughs> no, doesn't. I don't no know toys. No. I know you don't need any more outfits. <laughs> exactly. So no outfits, no toys, no little uh, things like that. But more, even if you if you don't, you know, if you don't have a lot of money, just like go at their house, help them cook meals that can be frozen. You can do that. You can have healthy meal deliveries or you can just go and do the laundry or obviously don't like barge in because that can also be overwhelming uh, yeah. if you're a new parent but if, if it's someone you really know well and you know they're okay with we do we there is an alternative gift registry within the online guide mm. with that thinking you know, you can help new parents by gifting them something that is practical and is useful and will help them rather than, like I said, <laughs> more outfits. So, yeah, we, we have written that in there as well because it's important, you know, and like you say, you could make them some food or the things that you think are simple and are not perhaps big enough, you know, mm. they are. Trust me, they are. The little things are the, the important part. Exactly. I think also, again, when you're overwhelmed and you're having a hard time finding your routine again, even the smallest task, as you said, can feel like a lot. But mm. so at this time, all they need to do is sleep whenever they can, be with their kids, you know, try to, you know, figure things out. And so I think having to tidy the room or, or something like that is not... It's not a priority, but then obviously when it's a mess around you, you can feel even, even more overwhelmed. So that's something that... Even just to have a coffee and a, an adult conversation to, mm. to lift those <laughs> spirits, you know, it is a tonic. It is because it's isolating. You know, that that's one of the things about being a new parent is that it can be very isolating. So do pop in, you're right, do pop in on your friends with the new babies and have a coffee. Go and put the kettle on and chat about TV or music or books, anything, you know, but just be there. And it actually speaks volumes, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very interesting. And so what is, for example, like a memorable... Um, memory that you have or like something that really helps you as a mom so I always refer back to my pivotal moment so after 18 months of really not feeling like myself and dipping in and out of this depression I spoke to a counsellor I had an online session with a counsellor which I found beneficial and I then went to a retreat that a friend was hosting and it was 15 minutes away from the house. So I didn't feel I was too far away from my son if I had to be at home. And it was a life coach that was holding this retreat. Now, for the sake of transparency, at that time, life coaching to me was whimsical, airy-fairy, I really didn't have much faith in it, but I went and I had the two days at the retreat 
And when I left, it was like something in my brain had just shifted. Nothing massive. There wasn't any huge revelation, just something shifted. Mm. And a few days later, I was walking. I always walked around the water. Um, Tivat is a beautiful little coastal town. And I stopped and sat down. My son, Archie, was in his stroller sleeping. And I just looked at the water and I looked at the mountains. And I just remember being able to breathe. Mm. It was just this lovely feeling of everything is okay. And that was when I decided I wanted to help others because it's almost as simple as that you just forget to breathe. You are so overwhelmed and focused on this new person and you want to do such a good job that you just forget to breathe. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm-hmm. So that was my pivotal moment and it's stuck in my mind, you know, for the last few years. Even now when I think about it, I can get emotional because I remember that, ah, okay, <laughs> we're all right. We're coming out the yeah. other side. You know, it was it was a good feeling. 
Um, and one that I hold to. Yeah, and you should. It's always these defining moments like that that yeah, yeah we should also remember because even from uh, then to now, you know, although there was already like a huge step forward, you can also be even more proud because from then to now you accomplished so much and, yeah. you know, your life is very different. So I think it's it's very powerful. Um, and by the way, this is something that we say, but the fact of obviously taking care of yourself and putting yourself first is also something that is going to be taught to your kids because they're mm -hmm. going to be looking at you And of course, if you never prioritize yourself, they might never prioritize themselves. So absolutely. they mirror absolutely everything. And yeah. that's why also it's important. Obviously, it's very important for you, but it's also important for the image that you send because this simple fact can break generations and generations of just not yeah. prioritizing yourself. Yeah, and I think... Recently, we had a situation with my son, and I loved it because we do have a narrative. My husband and I have always been very good at thanking each other and showing gratitude, whether it's for making the dinner or cleaning up the dishes. We've always been very vocal with that. And I guess we did it because we've always done it. We hadn't thought so much about it until recently when my son was helping me hang up the laundry and he said, thank you, mom. And I said, what for? And he said, for cleaning the clothes. Mm. And it was such a tiny thing, but for a four-year-old boy to say, thank you, mom, and show that appreciation and that bit of gratitude melted my heart because I thought, yeah, we are teaching him gratitude we're teaching him narrative we're teaching him kindness mm -hmm. so yes exactly what you said they take on everything you know they do mm. pick up these things whether you sometimes think they do or not they take it on um so that was a nice little moment for us <laughs> oh, of course it's like yes we're doing something right <laughs> 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 but and also the earlier the better Because, you know, you just said that. And for me, I was just thinking, wow, it took me quite a while to be grateful for the things that were like, for me, I felt like everything was just happening, you know, around the house. I wasn't really paying attention about much. And then you move out and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mom. Like, yeah. And, and they did teach us, you know, how to like clean our room and so on. So we were never like we were involved but I wish I had because now I'm working on my gratitude muscle and I'm getting better and stronger at it but I think if you can be grateful for things like that at four you're going to you know it's like it's so much better and you can be can be so good at it but it should be taught in schools shouldn't it you know we should yeah. be teaching the kids these life skills and the things that will get them through tough situations or you know and it does it all starts with gratitude yes yes there are so many things that should be taught in school because so whether we believe school is uh, amazing or not <laughs> I think right now it's only shot at having something somewhat equal for you know the majority of people yeah. because obviously as we know it's so different what is taught from one family to another so you kind of like have to have that in school 
because not every family is going to teach their kids about gratitude, right. which is fine. But when you think about things like consent, gratitude, and even I want to say about money, because it's the same, we are still not all equal. Like some people learn about money from when they're kids. And so it just is like the money literacy, I think it's called financial literacy is acquired. And then they're so much better with their finances and they understand. And yeah, so these things need to be taught to the majority because you cannot rely on families to have an equal way of teaching and understanding. And, you know, when you're saying about money, that also is a part in the guide is there's a budget planner because Mm. people are not all, you know, good with their money or understanding and then when you bring another person into the household, yeah. then there's more money that has to get paid out. So we, you know, there's a, a budget planner in there to cover that and, you know, the stress that money can bring, you know, oh, yeah. between couples. And it's insane. I still know so many people who, as partners, don't discuss money or, or keep secrets about what they spend money on. You know, for me, we never had that, but I went from being, you know, a business owner in Indonesia. I've always worked. I've always been financially dependent, um, independent rather. Mm. And when my husband and I relocated, I was then financially dependent on him. And we had a conversation. How how do we work this? You know, because my dignity would not allow me to say, babe, can I have 10 euros to go for coffee? You know, it, it just wouldn't happen. So we devised our own way of working it. And again, it's opening that narrative. It's having it there, you know, yeah. and transparent, you know. it's. But also, I, I, I can't remember which study they were saying, but I can't remember exactly. But like money is one of the main pillars as well as like the couple in the sense of that, you know, when everything is fine, it's okay. However, if one of the two makes a big decision without telling the other and then impacts, it usually ends up in a divorce. And so you hear also a lot of um, a lot of couples being like, oh no, she deals with it or he deals with it or whatever. And then the thing is like, first of all, I don't, you know, it's not really happy to think about that, but they're not always going to be there. And so if you're, if you end up having to take care of your family and you're in a difficult, difficult time and it's, you know, you you don't want to have to learn how to like to feed your family and how to, to deal with all of that. So these are the type of conversations that you definitely need to have. And especially again, when you have kids into the picture, because Mm -hmm. it's expensive you have to like a lot more uh, (laughs) things to buy and uh, things to care about for the future like school and education and so on so that's for sure something school education and fruit pouches that's where our money goes (laughs) (laughs) exactly like nappies are very expensive everything so yeah that's uh that's true it's something that you should be able to to talk about and also it's fine if it takes some time. There was an episode that we did about money, uh, how to teach kids about money. And the money coach was saying also that it takes some time because, for example, his wife was raised in a family where money was such a taboo. 
So it, it took her some time before she was comfortable. And that's okay if, if that's your case. If you're listening to that, I would highly recommend listening to that other episode. Uh, but that's okay yeah. if it takes some time. But just know that it's going to make your life easier if you do discuss this type of thing. So that's why I think Nikki's guide on <laughs> stepping into parenthood is, is so important, is that you are aware of what you need to think about. At least think about it. See if it works for you, if it doesn't. But then yes. it's things that you can uh, do at your own time. So you don't have to implement everything from day one. No, yeah that's it it just highlights it just plants the seed for you and then you run with it in the way that works for you and your family you know because we do all have different backgrounds and belief systems so every household is different you know I am not um, an authority on these things I'm just there to help you implement what works for you and your family exactly that's amazing well, do you have any last advice that you would like to share? If I have any advice, I would probably say that I think talking, whether it's with a coach or a therapist, it should be as normal as going for a haircut. Mm. Um, I, and the beauty for me, you know, I'm a coach. I also have a coach. And what I love about it is that I can talk to my coach and be completely honest and transparent because she's not there to judge. And she sometimes giving things oxygen, giving them air, almost makes you feel better straight away. I felt my, my own personal experience because I was living overseas when I was struggling with the postnatal depression was that I didn't want to tell my family and friends at home because I didn't want to burden them. I didn't want to burden them. So it restricted my perspective because I had no one to bounce against because I wasn't telling anyone. Mm -hmm. But when you have someone in place, and as I say, uh, the coaching, I think, is an amazing tool and should just be part of your life. It, it's not a big deal. It's just something that I think we should all do because it's exactly. so helpful, you know. Um, yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I have to stop myself from messaging my coach because she's my coach, not my friend. But <laughs> I love that that's who I think of when something's troubling me or, you know, something that I, I just can't quite work it out. I can go to her and she will throw a different perspective and it will make me look at it through different eyes. And I think, oh, yeah, why did I not think of that? But yeah. we don't think of the answer at the time because we can't always see what's going on. You can't always see the wood for the trees, as they say. Um, so that would probably be my advice, is mm-hmm. talk to someone. Make sure that you don't suffer on your own because you don't have to. That's completely true. I think everybody needs a therapist or someone to talk to. And again, most people use their partners, but you mentioned the burden, which is true, is that sometimes 
depending on what you're dealing with personally, it can also be too much for the other person to deal with. And that puts a stain on your relationship. So having someone who's professional to and who has the the training to be able to also, you know, deal with what you're telling them is so important. And we all all need it. Like even if you're feeling just fine, don't wait till you're not. You need to go. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And that's why, you know, when it comes to the online guide, I think it's so beneficial for people who are considering having family, you know, whether you're pregnant. I have friends who actually did the guide, you know, they worked through it when we first launched it, who don't have children, who have no intention of having any children in their household, but found it beneficial. So yes, I do. I think it's that, you know, the talking helps in the sense that you are not being judged and not that you are by family or friends, but you tend to think you are. And this is the difference, is our little brains, our little minds can be cheeky and have us believing things that are simply not accurate. So we have to be careful of that. And that's why it's good to throw it out there to someone who will give you a perspective and remove that for you. Yeah, I feel like every time I spiral out a little bit and I think, oh my God, like they must judge me. And then I remember like actually how often I judge people, which is like really not like I think about what they think of me all the time but I never actually think of you know I'm not critical like that and so then I'm like okay well I'm just going to assume that they're not either and and like nobody's thinking about me and everything is okay (laughs) yeah and we there's there's a tool there's a worksheet within the guide that helps with that it helps you get some perspective on what your thoughts can do and it's called thoughts on trial and it is like judge, jury, and it's very powerful. It's a very clever tool to help us when we do spiral like that and we start believing things that are not going on. You know, That mm-hmm. narrative doesn't exist. We just made it up. <laughs> exactly. Crazy how it can affect all your day or week, but it's not even true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, just, you know, making small changes in your day-to-day and talking are my my last pieces of advice I think perfect well thank you so so much Nikki for everyone listening you can find all of her links and everything that we talked about in the uh, episode description so feel free to check that out and thank you so so much again it was a very very nice conversation that I enjoyed very much thank you it was lovely to talk with you Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to share if you think it might be helpful to someone you know. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to write a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already. That's it for me. See you soon with the next episode. And in the meantime, have a lovely day. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.